Hey, it's Clay, and welcome to another episode of the Money with Clay podcast. And in this episode, unfortunately, a pretty depressing, a pretty sad headline just came across the uh, news waves, and there's some learning lessons in it, and I have a lot of experience in this area due to my other business that I run. And it's, uh, like I said, uh, it's a shame, it's tragic, but it really goes to show why you've got to be very careful with ambition, why you need to be very careful with whatever sort of, you know, goals and aspirations you have. And it's a, it's a fine balance, especially when you enter into the certain world that I'm about to talk about here in just a second. And it's kind of a, a little cruel irony here because I get it. This podcast, or at least my, my goal of this podcast is to drive ambition, is to drive inspiration, is to get people to, to get you fired up and realize that, yeah, you know what? You are in control. You're in full control. You can make of life whatever you want to make of it. Now, yes, in some ways it's harder than others and some you know situations are maybe a little bit less dramatic than others, but at the core, I'm all about ambition. I'm all about, hey, getting out there and do something. Take control. Go out there and make it happen. But now this is the other side, which, and I fully confess, uh, it's a very extreme example. And it's an example that, again, it's just, it's sad, it's tragic, but it's something that, you know, you need to just keep in mind with not necessarily, uh, you know, the, the markets, which is what I'm going to talk about here, but just really with anything that you're pursuing is, let's make sure that you're pursuing it in the best possible way. So the name of the article here, 20-year-old Robin Hood customer dies by suicide after seeing a $730,000 negative balance. And this comes from Forbes.com. And this is for Robinhood customer, what's that? Well, this is going into the world, I mentioned the markets, but let me be more specific, the stock market. And if you're unfamiliar, the other business that I have is, it revolves around the financial markets in the stock market mainly. So, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and claim that I'm the expert and I have everything all figured out. But yeah, I, I understand how the markets work. I have a, a, a pretty firm grasp of all of that. And this is an area where, first off, and I've talked about the stock market before on this podcast, right? Investing, making your money grow, having your money work for you. So the stock market is absolutely fantastic. I'm not trying to say that there's anything wrong with the stock market or the financial markets or anything like that. But I mean, this really goes to show that there are some warning signs, there are some things that you need to keep in mind. And the big component with the markets is you can lose money. And I, I, I get it, well, well, no kidding, Clay, but sometimes I really wonder, do you, do you understand? Do you understand that not necessarily the stock market, but anything in life, and let's just say you wanna start a side hustle, let's say you wanna start some sort of business, there is the threat, there is the risk that you could lose money. I mean, you can also make a lot of money, but that's just the whole balance between risk and reward, right? The more risk you take on, you're willing to take on by, let's say, starting a business or getting into the markets, I mean, the more money you're, you're gonna make. There's nothing wrong with playing it safe. Some people feel more comfortable with that, but playing it safe means, well, you're gonna get pretty conservative results. You're, you're not gonna make anything huge. You're not gonna get anything huge. And like I said, I don't have anything against that. If you, now of course I want you to be ambitious, but you can be ambitious and also play it safe at the same time. But in some situations, I, I think a lot of people, they always forget about the, the counterbalance of things. And that is that there is risk involved. There is the threat that you know you could actually lose money. And while I don't wanna go down uh, too far down the rabbit hole with this situation, uh, but again, Robinhood is a broker, 
and uh, all a broker is in the world of the, the stock market is they allow you to, to get involved, right? You say, well, I, I wanna buy stock. I, wanna, I want to get involved. I wanna make an investment. Well, a broker is serves as kind of that middleman that'll go out there and, and assist you in purchasing the shares and all that. But I mean, they're not like actual people. They're, it's all computer, it's algorithms. It's, it's computer code at this point. All on, it's an online brokerage, meaning you type in some numbers. I wanna invest in that company and I wanna buy that amount of the stock. And then from there, it's don't. It's not like the somebody has to go out and start knocking on people's doors and, and figuring out, hey, would you like? No, it's just it's all computerized and it's a fantastic thing. It's a wonderful thing. But this is also the flip side. It's it's something that is so accessible now, is so just widely available that sometimes you are getting people into situations that you know they're not necessarily prepared for. And of course, there is the fine balance between regulations and all that. So I'm not saying that there needs to be more regulations or anything like that. I'm just saying that you, you gotta remember at the end of the day, you wanna be going into whatever you are pursuing with full knowledge. And you wanna make sure that you have a total understanding of it because in this situation, the, the trader got into a, a, a situation where they, and this is like I said, there's, and I should also take a step back and note, there is still some gray area out there because just of privacy laws and all, everything like that. Uh, Robinhood, again, who is the, the broker, they can't sit here and be like, oh yeah, here's all the account information. Here's how it all went down. I mean, you, you just can't show people's accounts, right? I mean, you cannot, I mean, you sign up at a bank because you know that there, there's privacy there, right? You know that the bank's just not gonna all of a sudden start flaunting your, you know, your account information for the world to see. So, I mean, there is a lot of speculation in terms of how exactly, what exactly was going on but the article breaks it down in a, in a very educated guess type of way. So we have a ballpark idea. And the ballpark idea is that based on how things were being represented to this person within their broker, they were under the impression that they were down, they owed $730,000, you know, a negative balance. But in all reality, there is just some, and like I said, I don't wanna make this overly, overly complicated, so I'll just put it this way, but, but it wasn't true. Yes, it did show up as a negative balance of 730,000, but in all reality, things were gonna work themselves out and then you know that would have gone away and it, it, it just wasn't as it appeared. But here's where the problem is, when you don't have full knowledge, when you're not completely understanding of something, then, Again, I'm not trying to take it dramatic and say, and then you're gonna go commit suicide. That's, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that you put yourself at the risk of putting, you know, you're, you're really angling things, you're really tilting things against you. And again, I'm not saying against you to the point where something tragic like this will happen to you, but I mean, you could be losing money. You could be missing out on some things and that's just not how you get ahead. You need to make sure that you are fully prepared and have a complete understanding of how whatever you're pursuing works. Because when you don't, you can put yourself in a situation where you start to jump to a bunch of false conclusions. And when you jump to false conclusions, that's gonna lead to maybe even more false conclusions and even more bad decisions. And that is the exact opposite of what you're actually trying to accomplish, right? Which is the cruel irony in all this is people that are being ambitious, but they go out there and they, their ambition causes them to actually kind of overlook a few things so they don't have full understanding. So then all of a sudden they draw bad conclusions which makes more bad con conclusions and then all of a sudden their ambition is totally working against them. And you don't want that to happen. You don't want to, and like I said, 
especially in this example, I'm not gonna say in every single example because I, I get it everything is maybe more complicated than other things, but I mean, th this could have been avoided had this person been a little bit more uh, aware. And I, I get it right now, you could be saying, well, Clay, how do you know this person wasn't aware? Well, within the article, they, you know, the, the person left their parents a note that basically kind of explained why they were gonna go and commit suicide. And, you know, one part of the note says, yeah, I, I didn't even know what I'm doing. You know, basically that's what they're saying is, I'm out here, I'm trading, I'm doing what are called stock options. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I don't even know what I'm doing. So, I mean, and that's the other thing is, you, you gotta be self-aware. Like I said, I, I, I'm, I feel sorry for the person, obviously. But at the end of the day, I mean, okay, if you don't know what you're fully doing, then you shouldn't be doing it. You've gotta recognize that in yourself. And, and I, I, I wish, I wish this person would have just hit the pause button and said, wait a second, I, I don't fully know what I'm doing. So maybe I should just hit the pause button real quick and kind of reassess the situation, reassess my game plan. And it definitely does take time to accomplish this, but I mean, and this is something that has taken me a while, but, and I'm, I'm still not perfect at it, but I'm, I'm relatively solid now at being self-aware. And if I'm like, you know, I'm lacking, or I, don't, I feel like I'm lacking in some sort of area, all right, time to hit the brakes, time to reassess the situation. So please do that. It's okay, there is nothing wrong with admitting, you know what, I don't know what I'm doing, or you know what, I feel like I'm missing some big things. If anything, I would respect you more. People would respect you more because they're like, you know what? At least they're being self-aware. At least they're not sitting there lying to themselves or, you know, kind of keeping their head buried in the sand because they're just, you know, pretty much making up stories to themselves so they think that, well, no, no, I got it all figured out. No, 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 I know what I'm doing. Just there's no there's no shame at all. And as I always say, the best thing about admitting that you don't know what you're doing or that you're lacking or that there's some sort of issue is you know what, good. That means you're the problem, right? You don't know enough. You are lacking in certain areas. But when you are the problem, when you are lacking in certain areas, you're also the solution, which means you can go out there and fix it. You can go out there and kind of fill in any sort of gaps that may exist. But again, the first key step here is you gotta acknowledge that. And this person, I mean, they, they knew it. They, they, they totally confessed it in their note that they had no idea what they were doing. That, well, let me put it, they didn't have a full understanding of what they were doing. And they, they jumped to the conclusions, whereas again, and this is the, the next learning lesson, and I, I hopefully this is relatively obvious, but you read stuff like this, and it makes me just think, you know what? I'm just gonna get out there and do it. But even if there is something, and it seems as though something, and this something, I'm not saying is necessarily for the stock market, but anything you're pursuing, but if there's something seems really bad, maybe it's not as bad as it seems. So in this example, all the person had to do, which I think makes this the, the, the most tragic of it all, so is they just had to call customer service. They, they had to just reach out and say, hey, what is going on with my account? Why does it say a negative balance of over $700,000? I thought I was under the impression that this, that, and the other were all taking place. I mean, what is going on? And they, at that point that I said, well, based on this, that, and the other, everything will clear itself up and you know, it, it's not actually as it appears. And right there, they would have a burden of relief. And wow, this would have been a totally different outcome. And that's what, I mean, it really just makes this so, so tragic is all they had to do was stop for a second and just, all right, well, let me think through this. And this is why 
you have to realize that when, 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 when you're ambitious, when you're trying to build stuff, and then not even if you're trying to build stuff, but sometimes in life, you're gonna face some tense moments, right? You're gonna face some times where you're like, oh my, this is a freight train coming down at me. But you know what? Let me take a quick, let me, let me take a breath real quick. Maybe it's not as bad as it seems. Now, to be fair, maybe it is as bad as it seems, but maybe when you're going and pursuing it and learning a little bit more about it, sure, you might confirm, oh yeah, that, that is pretty bad. But then on the flip side, you're like, okay, well, it, that is pretty bad, but what about this, that, or the other? So in your pursuit, you might actually find other things that could help make the situation not as bad. But I'm probably muddying the waters here. At the end of the day, just don't jump to conclusions too quickly. Go out there, pursue some answers. Go out there and look at, well, maybe there's some other angles. Maybe I need to get a little bit better understanding and just don't jump to conclusions too soon. Don't dump, don't don't jump to rash, uh, you know, uh, you know, assumptions because sometimes they're just flat out wrong. Now they they could be right, but in many cases, you know, the, the human mind kind of tends to uh, jump to worst case scenarios. And in this situation, again, to be fair, I mean that that's 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 a scary image to see. I mean, in the, within the article, they show the image, and I can understand. Oh wow, that's rough. That's actually really scary, especially when you're a 20 year old kid. But, oh man, just if you would have just calmed down, reached out to somebody first, gotten some clarity, then everything would have been okay because it was not as bad as it seems. But at the end of the day, you gotta remember, the stock market, when you're putting your money in, it can disappear. So make sure that you are only using money that you can afford to lose because, and there, there's, if you've never really been in the stock market or really if you've never used your money uh, but to try to grow something and then have that money, you lose it, you can't really relate, but there are definitely some psychological things. There are some mental things that happen, which is, you know, it, it's, it's crazy. The human mind is a crazy place, but it can become that much crazier if you're using money for, you know, investing or using money to try to start a business that you can't really afford to lose because when that's the, the case, you were putting yourself at some threat of, of some very traumatic and very stressful moments. And once again, I'm, and I'm not saying, and I, of course, I don't hope that it leads to this sort of outcome, but there are some, you know, there's, there's the human mind can, like I said, just lead you down some crazy, crazy pathways. So just keep these things in mind. Get out there, please be ambitious. I want you to be ambitious, but be ambitious with a plan. Be ambitious with self-awareness. And even if things start to go a little wrong or seem to be going extremely, extremely wrong, just tap the brakes, take a breath, and don't jump to any rash conclusions. Just dig a little bit deeper, do a little bit more homework. And like I said, maybe it is as bad, but in your pursuit of realizing that it is as bad, I would be willing to wager that in that pursuit, you've also found some ways that, okay, yeah, it is that bad, but I've now come, come across some ways to make it much less bad or to bring things back around. So hopefully just keep that stuff in mind. And yeah, I'm not sitting here proclaiming that any of this is some sort of like philosophical mastery, but when you see stuff like this, I feel as though it just needs to be said, reiterated, um, to, to keep everybody you know, on the same page of, of how ambition works, how you know, taking on more risk compared to reward works. And you know, it, it's a great thing, but it's something that needs to be done very wisely and you know, needs to be treated with respect. So get out there, be ambitious, but just do it in a very, very wise way.
Thank you so much for hanging out and listening. Before I go, I wanna just make your attention to a few things. First off, if you enjoyed the show, then make sure to help us out in the iTunes, especially if you could leave us a rating. That goes a long way and just assists me in getting the word out there, and I genuinely would appreciate it. Second, if you find yourself either in debt or just feeling like your, your personal finances are kind of out of control or could be much more efficient, then I would encourage you to go to moneywithclay.com and check out the Slab Money Method. That is the course that I put together as a former process engineer that outlined every single step, step by step by step with documentation, with forms to fill out, that'll put you on the path, the exact path I used to pay off $163,000 of debt and get myself to the point where not only am I debt free, but I am now able to build wealth and build wealth in an efficient uh, manner. So if you're curious and interested in that, again, moneywithclay.com and that is the slab money method. And no, this is not all some massive sales pitch when I say that it works, it truly does. And I back that up with more than words. My action behind those words is that course comes with a one year money back guarantee. So if you try it out and you're not making any progress, you're not seeing any progress, then I will refund you the cost of the course, which is very minimal to begin with. And then finally, make sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, just look up for Money With Clay and you will see us there. Again, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you back next episode.